the mad woman is defined as a woman who acts insane someone who's crazy who deserves to be locked up institutionalized who deserves to be exiled who deserves to be burned in a public execution madness is a concept that has long been gendered in attempt to villainize women it situates them as dangerous beings that must be controlled they were irrational they were dangerous subordinate to men they were locked in attics they were exiled their wandering uterus was put to blame they were the villain to everyone's story religious social familial this trope was used to describe many works of fiction as well such as the yellow wallpaper the bell jar and now megan nolan's acts of desperation now i like many women i hate this term i hate it i despise it when it's used to describe us it is awful it's demeaning and usually what it means is that a woman showed an emotion or expressed the thought that made men uncomfortable and so they result they'd resort to calling her crazy like every single time and i would see these books and i would read these cases where these women were called a mad woman nothing nothing it is always just oh they made men uncomfortable they challenged a man's thoughts they challenged the norm and so they were called lunatics they were called completely unhinged they were they were um claimed to be possessed like it, i despise this term recently though i read acts of desperation and decided I have no problem judging a person's character based on how they view a book. Especially this one based on whether or not this is how they describe the narrator. This, it's going to be very simplified. But basically, our unnamed narrator, she is a deeply insecure person who clings on to bad people so she can tell herself she's worthy of love while they're near and then if they show any abusive patterns then she gets to affirm her negative self-talk there's this one quote in it that says basically she hurts herself when she knows that other people will get upset about it and it's a way for them to hurt her without their consent it's this really twist i really liked that line and obviously i'm paraphrasing but i really liked it because it's this way of her like just twisting and rationalizing her actions because then she can somehow have this harm be its own separate thing you know and she can find a way to hurt them the way they hurt her and the way she hurts herself and hold this power and this control over these situations and she's such a complex character and yet i've seen reviews that and i'll quote 
maybe treat men like real people. As though her view on men is to blame and, oh, of course, they'll treat her like this. Look at how she views them, which is completely ridiculous. It was, that, was in, that review was in reference to the first line of the book, which is, When I first saw him, I pitied him. Great line. I love it. And yet, a reviewer clung to that line and said, Maybe look at men like real people. As though that one line is the catalyst to this relationship that drained this character of every self-worth, of everything, that she still views it and she still thinks on it years after the fact. Other reviews have even gone to call her sex-obsessed. I hate that. Another another thing I hated that when I saw that my blood was literally boiling. I saw red. It was awful because this is literally just a woman who likes sex. She's a sexual person. She's open about it. And then throughout the book, we see her reflect on past sexual encounters that weren't consensual. We see her in this relationship that takes place throughout the book. We see her get assaulted by her partner multiple times and it is dark and it is violent. But no, she's she's the sex-obsessed one, sure. Yeah, let's blame her again. She is completely infatuated by this man. She refers to him as the most handsome man in Ireland. So she will ignore everything and keep trying to justify it. She ignores every time that he makes her feel bad when she wants him to meet her friends and he spends the time sulking and upset and he ruins the evening for her. None of her friends like her, but she's completely starry-eyed with this guy that she cuts off her friends to please him. And then later, she tries to turn it around and be like, oh, well, he never told me I couldn't see my friends. I did that as though he had no impact on it. And then she is the one that people blame. I think it's because she's the narrator, so we see everything through her eyes. But it's like, come on, have some empathy, have some human compassion, just humanity. Like, how does one get to she's sex-obsessed and unhinged? And what is actually going- from what is actually going on in the story? As I was reading it, I saw- a lot of myself and how she gives her all in everything she does as I'm sure a lot of women do 
like when we express our emotions or when we just feel a lot we're seen as too much so we're told to take up less space and we're told to be quiet and we're told to control our emotions and that's what happens in the story that's what happens in this book some people who've described this as a ploy for nolan to get an audience with a book about toxic relationships and a woman's struggle with body image and self-harm they've described this as a romance this is not a romance i repeat not a romance this is about a woman who falls into patterns of seeking abusive relationships and then blaming themselves because they've been told the same things as these commenters have told them that they are to blame that it's what they deserve and their internalization of these words i don't think anyone with even a smidge of empathy some sympathy could read this book and conclude that this is an unhinged woman who is the villain i don't think that's possible and this is 1000 percent how i'm going to start judging people's characters and i have no problem with that i have no problem with judging a person's character based on how they read a story about a victim recounting their experiences and how and if they go this route of viewing them as crazy of viewing them as deserving like how do you get to that point what in your mind like what neurons have to have to break for you to get to this point you know like what is going on there what wires have to be crossed like she is not perfect don't get me wrong she is a flawed character again she is a very complex character she's not she's not a flat oh my gosh what was her kind of thing if that makes sense she can be unreliable at points and sure she's cheated on a relationship but for her entire life she's gotten into relationships with older men older men i think there was an um an alluding to her being a minor at one point with these relationships with the first one and then that's why she keeps going for older men but either way her entire life she's gotten into relationships with older men causing her to put such an emphasis on her body so that now it's a form of commodity it's an exchange for her she views her body as this thing she says that she doesn't hate but she doesn't love either it is just this thing that is separate from her that she can harm that she can use that others can use and it's i don't want to say it is because i'm not super knowledgeable about the stuff but i think it's a form of just disassociation and depersonalization so that she can get through these moments of trauma and harm whether it's done by her or to her by others also maybe it's just me but you know i don't think cheating on your abuser and then and sexual assault like equate in badness i don't think they're on the same level like i think her cheating on him is a lot less of a crime than him sexually assaulting her repeatedly you know maybe that's just me i don't know 
but yeah, overall, this is not my judgment meter on people. It's incredible. I highly recommend this book if you haven't read it. It is amazing. I've been recommending it to literally everyone. It sucked me right in. I cannot stop thinking about it. Like, Megan Nolan did such an amazing job with this debut novel, and I cannot wait to read more from her.